0: Hello, welcome to another episode of the Anna Dice podcast. And today we're going to be talking about plastic surgery. Everything you should know before going for that procedure and the right questions you need to be asking your plastic surgeon. It's going to be a great episode. And this episode will be a special edition episode. So for you to be able to access the full episode, you need to be a member of the Club, which is our exclusive online member community where you can access Interviews with experts, amazing content. Gonna be accessing a community of like-minded individuals who are gonna be cheering you on to level up your life to the best possible uh potential that you can achieve, and healthy African menu plans. So if you have not become a member, please do because then you'll be able to hear this entire episode. So This episode is good for anybody who's thinking about plastic surgery, anybody who is asking questions about what kind of procedure is right for them. And, you know, it's not... To judge or shame anybody who has ever done it or been there. It is just to open up our open up the discussion with an expert who has uh, gracefully uh, agreed to come to the show. Dr. Mokami, welcome. Thank you so Dr. much. Dr. Mokami is a plastic and recross. <laughs> you knew I was gonna do this. <laughs> Can I help you out? <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, actually, no, tell me. They'll edit that part. Plastic, reconstructive Uh and aesthetic surgeon. Okay. With Dr. Mokami, she's a plastic and reconstructive aesthetic surgeon. Oh my gosh, quite a mouthful. But she is totally the right person to help us answer these questions. Welcome.
1: Thank you. So
0: let's start with a little bit of background. How did you find yourself in this profession? What inspired you and what are your areas of
1: expertise? Um, I always say that it's fit that I landed in this profession. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, usual medical school, doctor, medical officer. Mm -hmm. Um, While in Kitale, um, Mm -hmm. which was my station, Mm -hmm. um, I was um, performing an appendectomy where you remove the the appendix. appendix, Uh And um, while I was suturing the skin, one of my senior doctors um, so, what the technique that I was using, and mm. um, he said, "Oh my God, you should be a plastic surgeon!" Wow. And I'm like, okay, but then it was far fetched. Okay, back then mm. I wouldn't have thought about it. Mm. Um, down the line, um, one of the our uh, plastic surgeons, my seniors, mm-hmm. um, came to the town. Um, he's from there, mm-hmm. and he was conducting a, a project. Mm. And I was the lead on that. Um, So he mentored me for two years. Mm. Um, After that, I was able to join the program. And here I am.
0: Wow, fantastic. Yes, It is actually a really needed field uh, because, well, you know, here we are. A lot of people are asking for it. And we need the right people who have the right techniques. So you are certified. You're not only qualified, Mm -hmm. but you're certified. Yes. So tell us more about that.
1: Um plastic surgery. I mean, I've been in school for 13 years. Wow. Believe it or not. (laughs) That's a long time. Yes. So Uh one of the reasons I'm here also is to create awareness. Okay. About safe plastic surgery. Mm. And safe plastic surgery in Kenya. Mm -hmm. Um, so for you to get safe plastic surgery, you need to be qualified and certified. Okay. That means By the Kenya Mm. Society of Plastic, Reconstructive, and Aesthetic Surgeons. Oh, so there's a
0: whole body that regulates plastic surgery in Kenya. Yes. Okay.
1: So if you're thinking about getting plastic surgery in Kenya, Mm -hmm. and I think I really need to emphasize this, Mm -hmm. um, go online, Mm -hmm. um, look for your doctor, Mm -hmm. your plastic surgeon, um, Google them. If not, Go to the uh, uh, Kenya Society of Plastic, Reconstructive and Aesthetic uh, Surgeon's website. We do have one. Oh, nice. I'll link it in the show notes, actually. Yes, please. Mm -hmm. You can even call our secretariat and ask, is this surgeon so-and-so one of your members? Mm. And they'll tell you yes. Then once you have this name, Mm. you can confidently go in for a consultation. Wow. I cannot overemphasize this. That is so important because they've gone through the, 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 the
0: program, yes. you know, the Plastic Surgery Master's. It's yeah. a master's program. It's a master's program. And on top of that, they've gone through a rigorous certification yes. to allow them to be board certified. Yes. Wow. Mm. Okay. And how many are they in Kenya?
1: We are 20. Only yes, we are very few. Wow, but we do have more in training. Okay, so in the coming years, we will have more have more plastic surgeons in the country. Okay, yes. and what's your area of expertise? Um, so when you train in plastic surgery, you mm. train as a reconstructive surgeon. Mm. Um, this means you're dealing with burns, um, post tumor reconstruction. Mm. Um, then there is now the cosmetic part or the aesthetic part Okay. liposuction tummy tucks breasts so we do both reconstruction and aesthetic okay we just don't deal with, with either, either. Uh-huh. but uh-huh. one can choose to super specialize ah. again on one's one specific thing.
0: Yeah, yes. which is actually a good thing because mm. if I want, say, breast lift, yes. I should go to the one who specialized in breast lifts yes. as, as opposed to the jack of all trades, exactly. right? Okay, but actually, let's break down all these um, terms. They're trendy, you know, yes, liposuction, yes. tummy mm. tuck, breast augmentation, mm. butt augmentation. So yes. just break down those common ones.
1: Okay, let's mm-hmm. start with liposuction. I mm. think that's the one that... Um, is really yeah, trendy, uh, trending right now. <laughs> yes. Um. So for liposuction, um, we basically remove fat mm. from the stubborn areas, mm. and market can be done in both male and female. Ah. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. We do have male clients. Yeah, who we'll go under- for lipo. Lipo. Mm-hmm. So for females, the stubborn areas are the tummy, of yes, course. Yes. Yes. Um. We have arms, arms. underarms, exactly the back, uh-huh. um, where the bra strap is. Ah. Ah, that yes, it's quite stable. Love handles, love handles. Okay, um, for females who would like to have the inner thigh gap, ah. which is quite um, why alluring. is it a big deal? It why <laughs> for people who go to the beach? Okay, and they want to, the yeah, thigh yeah, gap. Thanks. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. um, yeah, so that's liposuction. Okay, um, we use um, special tools we call cannulas, mm. uh, we inject some fluid, mm. um. And then we liposac, And subsequently, if we want to augment some special areas, that is transfer that fat, we can process it, um, make it clean because remember when we are performing the liposuction it may be mixed with some blood yeah so we have to process it yeah um then if you want us to augment some special areas you use that fat yes the hip area or the butt
0: oh that's what we call
1: we can for the butt area we call it a BBL okay yes. what
0: does what does it stand for okay Oh, it's a long, yeah, term? It's a long oh, term okay so yes mm-hmm. all right so is that done within the same you know, around the same time, or you have to come again and do so. Say you remove fat from this area, I want it in my butt, uh-huh. so I'll go recover and come again for the butt augmentation. Augmentation, yes, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. we have to do it in the same sitting because this fat is fresh ah. and we cannot store it, okay? Yes, okay, so we just do it in the same sitting. Mm. And remember, again, we do not want to put you through anesthesia twice, yes, um, so let's just do it in one sitting, yeah, so that you can recover once,
0: okay? Yes. So
1: that's lipo and that's
0: butt augmentation are there other things you could do to lift the butt up or to make it bigger? What is it? Yes, uh-huh. we
1: can use implants. Mm. Um, although we do not really advocate for that. Um, but there are people who like implants. I'm mm. sure you've seen it in the West, mm. especially Brazilians. Mm-hmm. They really like the implants. Mm. But we prefer to use fat because it has come from the host. Mm. So the bowl, you will accept it better. Mm. It's cheaper. Mm. Um, there'll be no reaction. Mm. So we prefer to use fat too argument the butt. Okay, okay. Then the breast, obviously that's a common one. Oh, the breast is very common. Yeah. Um, We have different things we can do to the breast. Mm. Um, I think let me start with what is most common and what affects more people. Mm -hmm. And this is what we call gigantomastia. Okay. So for gigantomastia, it's a condition where you have big breasts. Okay. And it can result from different causes. Yeah. So number one, it can be hereditary Mm. if your mother or your grandmother or your aunt Mm. has the same condition Mm. as a child you could get it Mm -hmm. so you'll find that um it affects uh ladies or girls at the puberty okay so you'll find that they're very affected psychologically Mm. they're not able to play with their friends Mm. they don't have fitting clothes bras yeah
0: especially bras
1: exactly Mm. um they have grooves um okay on the on the shoulder because of the bra you yes. know okay cutting in wow. in the skin um, they have blisters underneath the breasts. Actually, when we do that surgery, which is a breast reduction, we do not consider it as a cosmetic surgery. It's actually it is a necessary altering necessary surgery.
0: I agree with you because yeah. I saw this influencer <laughs> and she went for one. Hey, Lorna, <laughs> she's been sharing her journey online. Yes, and I'm telling you the confidence this girl has mm-hmm. after her breast reduction is just. Amazing, and it's one of the surgeries. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. It's life-changing because the confidence, you know, the back issues. Yes. They also end up having back issues, yes, right? You have
1: back pain, neck mm. pain, shoulder pain, you're just uncomfortable. You have mental, psychological issues. Wow. Um, so we're really trying to spread awareness, also, um, to bring in um. More people, because there are so many women and girls suffering out there, but they do not know that it's a condition that can be treated. Mm. So they suffer silently. Mm. Um, so one of our main aims is to try and create awareness.
0: Absolutely. Yes. And for those of us who have breastfed and mm. our boobs are...
1: Oh, yes, <laughs> because... What are the options? <laughs> um, you have many options. Okay. Um, because when you breastfeed, what happens? You get tosses. By tosses, I mean your breasts droop. Okay, Mm -hmm. so is that the muscular tissue? There's no muscular tissue. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. So what we can do with that is what we call a breast breast lift. Mm. Um. Or, more complex terms, Mm. it's a mastopexy. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um. So we just lift your breasts. Ah. um, And the satisfaction rates I can tell you are quite high. Oh. Yes. the confidence.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Because we didn't ask for that. You yes. know, wanted the baby, but we didn't want that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you'll find that most women will come telling us, oh my God, I just want to be braless.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So that is what we can offer. Mm-hmm. The second option is definitely breast implants, mm-hmm. which are quite, um, they're picking up in Kenya mm-hmm. um, uh, in comparison to the West. Mm-hmm. Um Uh, For the implants, um, we get more so younger clients um, who have had maybe exposure
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, to maybe the Western culture. okay. Um, But yes, they are picking up and that is another option Mm -hmm. that we can offer Mm -hmm. when it comes to the breasts. Okay. Um, Subsequently, if you feel you do not want a foreign body Mm -hmm. in you... Mm -hmm. Uh, we can transfer fat. Ah. Yes,
0: and
1: that is actually picking up and quite a good solution.
0: Okay. How long term is that?
1: Um, let's give it what? Two to three years.
0: For that fat to, you know, yes, create the, the effect that you need. Yes. And then what happens after?
1: The only issue is and mm. maybe what we need to discuss with the client is that we may need multiple sessions. Oh. Because remember, when we inject the fat, um, 50 to 60% will be reabsorbed by the body. Okay. So I will discuss with you. Yeah. That, well, this is one of the best options. Yeah. Because it's not a foreign body. It will give you a very full breast. Yeah. But we may need multiple sessions. Okay. But you'll find that most clients are so happy with it. Yeah. That they go for it.
0: Okay. So multiple is what?
1: Once every two years? Two, three sessions. Uh-huh. Yes. And then you're good forever. And then you're good. Forever. Yes. Because remember, um it is your fat. Okay. And then you will get liposuction concurrently. Okay. So you lose your tummy uh-huh. and you gain breasts. Ish.
0: It's sounding too good. What else? <laughs> it's sounding really too good. I mean, and it's important uh, for people to understand those options. Yes. Because, you know, they're going to spend a lot of mm-hmm. money, yes. um, you know, to go through this procedure and also the risk factors. Mm-hmm. I
1: think we should also talk about side effects. That's too late. Yeah. When you come for cosmetic surgery, I will not just oversell it to you. Okay. I will tell you the risks. Mm. Um, because remember, cosmetic surgery is a surgery. Yeah. Just like any surgery, there are risks. Um, so number one, if it's an invasive surgery, you're going to get, um, you're going to be given anesthesia. Yeah. Um, so I will tell you the anesthetic risks. Mm. Um, this and this may happen. Mm. Of course, when you're given anesthesia, just like any other surgery. Mm. Number two, we have to look if you have comorbid conditions. Mm-hmm. Are you diabetic? Are you hypertensive? Mm. We have to look out for those conditions. Mm. Um, sometimes if you have comorbid conditions, we may have to defy you getting cosmetic surgery. Oh, okay. So that's why a consultation is very important. Mm. You just don't go getting surgery from anybody. Okay. That's why we are really insisting go to the right person. Yeah.
0: At least for the consultation first. That should Mm -hmm. always be your starting point. Yes. The consultation. Yes. Then, you know, you as a consultant Mm. will be able to now guide on the right procedure, even the right surgeon.
1: Yes. Okay. And can you imagine we just don't perform the cosmetic surgery Mm. at the beginning? Mm. Most of the time we have two to three consultations. Okay. Before we decide or we take you to theater. Yeah. Because we want you to understand um, what you're asking for mm. and what you will get. Mm. Um, so we just don't rush to theatre. Yeah, not uh, scalpel happy. Yes, or knife happy. Yes, yes.
0: So what you know, I want cosmetic surgery. Mm. What? Where do I start? Who? Okay, so I start with a consultant. Yes. But what should I be looking out for when you know we decide this is a plastic surgeon? Mm-hmm. Just as a second level. Yes. You know what should I be doing?
1: Um, So the first thing, and I think what we've clearly established is choosing the right person. Yes. Once you've chosen the right person is next, the facility, Mm. which you and your uh, surgeon at your discretion. Yeah. Um, Then after that, of course, is the right procedure Mm. because not every procedure is suited for each individual, mm. it will be tailored to you. Yeah. Depending on what you want. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, This procedure may be right for this person, but mm-hmm. not for you. Mm. Um, so that's very important for you to note.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, So that's one thing to note. Yeah. Then remember we have to have a candid discussion. It's true.
0: Mm. Yeah. We
1: are not going to hide yeah. under something. Yeah. Um, We are going to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Um. Then you have to make the decision as an adult. Mm. Um. Then remember, uh, at the end of it all, there's the consent that you sign. Yeah. Um. Saying that you do understand the risks. Okay. Okay. That I have outlined
0: to okay. you. Okay. Okay.
1: The consent. Well, it is signed by anyone undergoing surgery. Okay. But for plastic surgery, it's tailored differently. Oh, okay. Because for plastic surgery, it is we. What do you, it's an elective surgery. Yes, like you have decided you want it, mm. and then we tailor it to each specific surgery mm. or procedure. Mm. So if you decide you're coming for what Botox, it is tailored to Botox. If it's a liposuction, it is tailored to liposuction. Then after that. Um, what we also uh, don't take lightly is the aftercare. Mm. The aftercare may be as important as the as surgery, surgery itself in imagine. terms of results. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you may perform the surgery very well, very meticulous, but if there's no proper aftercare, mm. the results are mm. wiped away. Mm. Um, so we have to organize aftercare to the letter. Mm -hmm. For example, liposuction, Mm. the aftercare is quite something um, heavy, if I may say. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because after liposuction, number one, you need lymphatic massages. Oh, yes. Okay. Which are done by an expert. Not just anybody. Not just anybody. Yeah. Because if they're not done, um, number one, the fluid that is retained will not be... Flow. Yeah, will not flow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number two, you will not be able to maintain that, let me say, nice figure. Yeah. The swelling, the bruising, it helps with the pain control also. Okay. So it's very important. Mm. Um, Number two, you need compression dressing. Mm -hmm. We call it a faha. Mm -hmm. Um, So you need two to three of those compression dressings. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number three, you need very good uh, pain control. Mm. Um, Of course, you'll need someone to take care of you one or two, three days. Yeah, yeah. Um, before you're able to get back to your normal activity. So
0: you, this is after a lipo it's what, three, four days
1: before you're back to being mobile and and everything. We encourage you to be mobile on the first day, day. okay yes okay. because we do not want you to get a clot. Um, so nowadays the beauty with plastic surgery they're done they can they can be done as outpatient cases. Wow. Yes.
0: So you go in, breast lift, we're
1: back home, same yeah. day. Yes, it's possible. Okay. Things have evolved. Yeah. And we are happy about that. Yeah. Um. So the aftercare now, um, we really, so we want you to ambulate on the first day mm. um, so that we um, do not get clots. Mm. Um, so if you're putting you on anticoagulation, that's very important. Mm. Pain control, mm. we want you to be comfortable. Mm. I mean, mm. Uh, we care about you. Mm. Um, So if it's those lymphatic massages um, that you need um, close to 10 sessions, um, the compression dressings, so those are the things we really need to sit down and discuss. Exactly. Actually, because mm-hmm. I mean, your you be your
0: life will be affected yes. for a couple of of weeks there, mm. but once you heal, oh. you shouldn't expect to keep going for reviews or anything like that. Mm-mm.
1: Okay, so you're good to go. Yes. Once you're happy and I'm happy, then um, I will allow you now to integrate to your normal life okay yes okay. I think we want you to start integrating as early as possible mm. because if you play a sick role mm-hmm. you are more prone to getting complications <laughs>
0: It's like your mind exactly. does exactly
1: what you're thinking. Okay. Yes. okay, so I want you to start ambulating early. I want you to even go to work early. Yeah. But mm-hmm. as long as your body can't tolerate it, yes, I still want you to listen to your body. Mm. Feel mm. What, what is it?
0: Mm. Yes. Let's talk about um, you know the excellent surgeons. There's an assumption, yes, that you know if they are online, their mm. pages are vibrant. These are the best surgeons. Yes. So, is it that the excellent surgeons are online are not online mm-hmm. you know where where should we you know what should we think of of these surgeons who you know are quite loud online what's this assumption
1: um can i be honest some of the best plastic surgeons i know are not online okay and those are my teachers wow yes okay the person if you as and came to me and told me i have this and this and this and I need this and this and this, I'd refer you to
0: some of the best. Yes,
1: they okay. not even online. Because remember, um, for the longest time, as doctors and surgeons, we let's say the code of ethics, for the longest time, we were restricted mm. um, to a lot of activity mm. online. Mm. Um, but then we realized our silence mm-hmm. is not working for us. Mm. So the younger generation, the younger surgeons, now we have decided, no, yeah. we need to speak up. Yeah. We need to protect our patients yeah. because our silence mm. is now hurting our patients. Yeah. That's why you will see us trying to create awareness okay, so that people know there are registered, licensed plastic surgeons. Can you imagine there are people who do not know that there are plastic surgeons in Kenya?
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: And I do not blame them yeah. to some extent. Exactly. Because we've been silent. Yeah. For a while. For a while. Exactly. Yes.
0: Until there are those that are now quite, you know, <laughs> and we're seeing a lot of before and after photos and, you know, the assumption is these are the best, yes. the excellent ones are here and yes. they are online. Yes. But what you're saying is the best place is actually to go to that body and,
1: yes. you know, that's how you, you get the you get the full picture. Yes, but okay. we are trying. Okay. We are trying, we have had, we are doing our best to make sure that the right people mm. are also being visible yeah. online. Yes. it's important. It is important. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. agree. Mm. We can no longer hide under the blanket and say social media has no role. Mm. it it has a role we need to create awareness Mm. and to be honest the younger generation is trying to bridge Mm. that gap Mm. yes
0: agreed Mm. now there's a lot of stigma there has been a lot of stigma around plastic surgery yes and you know um it's like if she went and i don't know why people feel entitled to Mm. to know about somebody's body and life like i mean oh so she went she had a butt augmentation and Mm. she's here and she's not telling us okay hell it's their life it's their prerogative mm. so where do you think that stigma actually came from
1: the stigma is still there yeah you'll find that people will go for plastic surgery and they will not even want they will even and make you sign a non-disclosure non-disclosure as the surgeon wow yes like I do not want you to mention <laughs> it's serious to the extent that some ladies will not even inform their significant other mm. yes the stigma is actually quite high. People feel that people who go for plastic surgery are vain.
0: Mm. Can you
1: imagine people think that I, as a plastic surgeon, am vain? What? Yes.
0: Oh, I get it. could be the stigma around you're money-minded, mm-hmm. probably don't
1: care about somebody's health. Why? I do I want to change someone's appearance? But then I'm like, if it makes someone... Happy. Mm. Why are you so concerned about that other person? Exactly. You don't want plastic surgery. It's fine. Exactly. It's fine. Mm. Um, So, the stigma around it is the fact that people feel that if you need to change a certain aspect of your body, you're vain. Mm. That's where the stigma comes from. Mm. Um, But I need people to understand that it's a personal decision. Mm. And if you want to go for plastic surgery, well and good. Can I be honest mm-hmm. personally? Mm-hmm. I would. Oh, you would? Why would I advocate for something that I wouldn't exactly I mean? I would be the worst plastic surgeon on earth. That is so true. It would be so hypocritical. <laughs> Actually, we should ask if you're <laughs> getting a
0: plastic surgeon, ask them, would you get plastic? Yes. Would you? <laughs> yes. It would be
1: quite hypocritical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's because that that is what is making people now go to. And uh, you know, back street, mm. yes, that mm. fear, that stigma mm. that oh my god, if I tell people, mm-hmm. they'll think I'm too vain. Mm. Um, so that's why also creating awareness, talking mm. about it mm. will make it the norm. That's why in the western plastic surgery is like getting botox is like going to the chemist, yeah, it's it's so, it's a,
0: a no brainer, yeah,
1: like it's a chemist yeah. every other street. As a plastic surgeon.
0: And a Botox specialist. And a Botox specialist. Yeah.
1: Um, So, the first step is creating awareness. Mm. uh, Making people see that. It's not vain. It's Mm. not vanity. Mm. And it's a personal choice. Mm -hmm. If you want it. Well and good. And you know, I find that a bit...
0: Okay, sorry to use this, but 2 Faced because if you didn't like your teeth, Mm -hmm. you'd go to a dentist and they would fix it up and Mm -hmm. you'd have a beautiful smile. Same with hair, same with so many things. So Mm -hmm. this is just another way of enhancing your look, maybe a little bit more intrusive and maybe slightly higher risk, but it's in the same category. Everybody wants to look good. Everybody wants to feel confident in their skin and you know it's it, it's it, like you said it's a choice it's a mm-hmm. prerogative mm-hmm. and the judgment and the shaming around that is mm-hmm. is what is in a way i think propagating the the the, the what do you call the illicit yes. practices
1: that are out there don't you think so yes it is yeah um because you do not want to go to the right person or the right channels you just want to go to a place Backstreet. Yeah, he did. Quickly, quickly. Exactly. And go back to your normal um, activities. Mm. Um, so by creating awareness, we'll make it the norm. Yeah. Get your plastic surgery done. It's bad to the extent that people will opt to go to outside countries like Turkey. Really? Yes. We have tourists, we call it tourist uh, plastic surgery. Okay. Someone will say, okay, I'm going to buy clothes in Turkey. Ah, Kumba, they've gone to get plastic surgery. I hope they're doing their research on who's doing their... And you know, the people they're going to are not even plastic surgeons. What are they? Aestheticians.
0: Wow. There's a
1: difference between an aesthetician and a plastic surgeon.
0: Okay, break it down.
1: An aesthetician has maybe done a six-month course. So you're allowing somebody who's done a certificate like a
0: like it's a, yeah. certificate. It's yes, a certificate. It's a certificate,
1: right? To 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 do surgery on you. That's crazy. Yet you've left a plastic surgeon here who's gone to school for 13, 13 years. years. <laughs> and then I think something else I want to bring out is the white man syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um people believe that Caucasians or And it's quite unfortunate Mm. that they will make better surgeons, better doctors Mm. than their own people here, which is quite unfortunate. So we're being racist to our own kind that thing really hurts. I will not like yeah, it. Yeah, I can only imagine really that you're hurts. bypassing
0: and we have the we have the qualified surgeons here and yes. you're bypassing.
1: You're, you're allowing even yourself to spend more out you there. You spend a lot. You yeah. spend money on a ticket. Mm-hmm. You spend money on the surgeon who will yeah. charge a lot. Yeah, You spend money on a hotel room because you cannot go get a tummy tuck and immediately jump on a flight and yeah. come back to Kenya. You need to rest a bit. Crazy. Yeah? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Plastic surgery
0: has happened, but if something goes wrong, what yes. what should be the course of action? And what have you seen go wrong?
1: Um, First, what I think I need people to understand is that plastic surgery is surgery like any other surgery. Um, so by the time you're thinking about it or making that decision, that is something that should be at the back of your mind, mm-hmm. but if you go to an expert, mm-hmm. of course, your chances are reduced mm. Number two, you should have an in-depth discussion, yeah, that's why two to three consultations are necessary, yeah, um so that you have that in mind, yeah complications can occur during or after mm. um, if they occur during then well the surgeon is able to mitigate. Mm-hmm. If they occur after, Mm. um, the first thing is to contact your surgeon immediately. Mm. Then after that, seek medical help, like take yourself to a hospital,
0: Mm.
1: right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because remember, complications can occur from maybe let's categorize them to local Mm -hmm. and systemic. Mm. And by local, I mean if it's a wound, Mm. uh, maybe it's an infection which can be dealt with. Um, mm. Easily, mm-hmm. uh, maybe to complications like getting a blood clot. Okay, which, if the right thing is done, that is shouldn't you ambulate happen. Ambulate early. Yeah, uh, get your blood thinners. Um, still may happen because yeah. anyway, you have no control over. Exactly. Nature. Sometimes you also have a com- confounding factors as a patient. Yeah. Um, should be caught and treated. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But that discussion. Is really important. Yes. Because sometimes it does happen. Mm. But by the fact that you discussed with your surgeon, you will understand as the patient. Yeah. Yes. By then my doctor told me this may happen. Yeah. And it has happened. Yeah. Oh, but we've treated it. Mm. We've caught it early. Mm. Because he told me, if I feel this way, or if I start getting this symptom, I contact him or her. Immediately.
0: Mm. That's mm. why
1: this consultation is very important. Mm. Mm. And yes. working with
0: somebody you can actually trust. Exactly. Let's talk about trust. I mm. mean, where can we go online to read real reviews? <laughs> like I want I've identified Dr. B and I want to know everything what people have said about him, previous patients. Where can somebody get that?
1: Can I be honest? Mm. Because of the stigma, mm. you will rarely get reviews. Ah, people right. don't want to go in there and say, yeah, yes, okay, yeah, they true. they will rarely mm. uh, tell you. At your, uh, they won't yeah. admit until they got plastic surgery. That's yes. why you will not get. Okay. But you as the patient, if you decide you're going to uh, surgeon so-and-so, mm. And you go for your first consultation. Mm -hmm. There's that rapport you will form. Mm. And you know your instinct. Oh, yeah. The gut. Uh, Please listen to your instinct. Yeah. Please. I love that you've said that. It will never fail you. It won't. Mm. And
0: I feel like those that have encountered really bad situations... Did probably a lot of research because I think as as women we are great at researching. Yes, uh, we wanna know. We'll talk to people, mm. you know, who are willing to share. We'll go online and read up on the procedures, mm. but probably didn't listen to their gut.
1: Yes, mm. um, sometimes the issue is you really want the procedure, mm. um, but maybe the price quoted is a little bit high. Aha. Uh-huh then you feel like you want a cheaper option. Okay. But remember, the cheaper option comes at a cost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I think I really want to put that out there. Mm. I'd rather you save up. Mm. Pole pole. Mm. Because remember, anyway, it's plastic surgery. Yeah. Like, it's not an emergency. Yeah. Um, Have it done by an expert. Okay. I think that is my mantra for today. Yeah. My mantra for today is... Expert. You would want a cheaper option, but the cost at the end of the day, oh, it's gonna be regret too much it for the rest of your life.
0: So true. Yes. We've had horror stories of people who went for again outside the country. Mm. uh, for for I think was it a lipo and a tummy
1: tuck, yes. and they ended up losing their belly button. Oh yes, that has happened. Actually, we've dealt with complications. Some a patient comes to you or a client comes to you, they've gone outside the country now you're correcting
0: things. <laughs> That's it. Just you should have come to mm. me first. Mm. Okay. Yes. okay. Okay. So,
1: yeah.
0: And when it comes to costs, will insurance cover for these procedures?
1: Unfortunately, insurance does not cover most mm. uh, uh, procedures. Mm. Um, we are trying to work on that. Um, I can tell you. And part of it is by raising awareness mm. that these procedures are needed mm. by people. Mm. And once we do that, hopefully they will come on board. Okay. Yes. But you feel like most procedures
0: we want, we don't need, other than the breast reduction?
1: Uh, let's give it um, 40 to 50%. Uh-huh. Maybe a need. Okay. Then the rest... Are um, ones. Yes. So it, ha- it becomes hard to mm-hmm.
0: justify mm. liposuction to yes. an insurance provider.
1: Um you know, sometimes liposuction, you can have liposuction for other medical conditions, okay. not necessarily just the cosmetic purpose. Yes. Mm-hmm. So those we are trying to advocate for okay. um, people who have uh, what we call lymphedema. Mm. The limb is swollen. I'm sure you've seen <gasps> oh, such yes. yeah. ladies or gents. Mm-hmm. And they uh, need like compression stuff, yes. socks. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. like that. You mm. can treat with liposuction. Ah. So for those, I think we could advocate for them. That's I mean, really There's so much know. you can do as a plastic surgeon. That's I, why we I go agree. to school for so long.
0: I know. Yeah. And it's important for, you know, like you said, life-altering mm. procedures. And for people to understand, like now you say lymph- lympho... Edema. Edema mm. is... I mean it's it's a very stressful oh, condition it's
1: debilitating
0: especially if you get a wound it
1: never heals.
0: Yeah, so yeah. The patient
1: is distressed all the time.
0: Yeah, and they, if they have a solution through plastic surgery and I'm mm. sure there are many many other instances. Yes. Um so now let's talk about fillers. Okay. And side effects. And they actually there's a new trend called, you know skin lightening trend called uh, they're using a chemical called glutathione. Okay. So tell us are they are they risky what can chem- Chemicals are this. Mm. I mean, in my mind, I've always imagined Botox is <laughs> chemicals. Stay away.
1: <laughs> Let me start with the fillers. Yeah. Um. Okay. A filler is a we call we call them so fillers Botox. Mm-hmm. Those are non-surgical. Okay. Uh, facial rejuvenation uh, procedures, and they are very common mm. because they are office-based procedures, mm. and of course, you want a beautiful, glowing skin. Yeah. Um. Which is. Non-invasive. Okay. So for the fillers, they are safe. Mm -hmm. Uh, The most common one we use is hyaluronic acid. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing, and again, Mm -hmm. it needs to be done by an expert. Yeah. Because the only problem is that if you inject it into a blood vessel, it will clog the blood vessel, cutting off blood supply. No way. And then you get necrosis. Okay. So what's that? Like a patch? Mm -hmm. Yes. Without blood supply, which dies off. It becomes black and falls off.
0: No way yeah. on
1: your face. On your face. That's crazy. So, um, I don't know if you remember Joanne Rivers. Yes, you remember how her face used to look. She couldn't She'd move. Yow, yow. I know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, because of uh, the fillers she had gotten too many. Yeah. Okay. So, if you're, it's done by someone who understands facial anatomy, which is very complex. Okay. Um, it is. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. to Botox. Okay. Um, same to lip fillers. Yes. You see? Mm-hmm. They are very um so healthy. they just use that acid. Yes. Or which is natural. Um, I don't know if you the hyaluronic acid serum. Ah. if you use that, oh my god, your skin glows, it becomes I plump know. because okay. it retains moisture.
0: Okay. Okay, so it's the same. It's thing. the same thing. So you can use it externally, and you can use it to fill the yes. face. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. So once I have the fillers, I mean, I still have to do my facial care, right? Oh, facial care the... <laughs>
1: mandatory, right? Okay. Everywhere, anywhere, twice a yeah. day. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. All right. Yes. and the glutathione. Um, glutathione again. Please let it be done by an expert. Mm. And
0: maybe we can explain what glutathione is.
1: Um, glutathione is a chemical that is used to in skin lightening, mm-hmm. it suppresses melanin, which mm-hmm. is what gives us this dark pigmentation. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be done by an expert, because if given at a fast rate, of course, it will have deleterious effects. I'm sure you've heard of several cases, uh, which I really don't want to do it, to go into, um, where they were overdosed. Yes. Wow. So again. Please, let it be done by someone who knows what they're doing.
0: And and somebody who knows what they're doing are really going to charge oh, for that. So you yes. have to be ready mm. because this is a lifestyle thing. Once you start <sighs> glutathione, you have to keep going. You have to sustain it.
1: You for for how long? Forever? Oh, you just can't do it once. So how many times do they get the uh-huh. thing? Almost forever. Once a, once a year? <sighs> once a month? Even more frequent. Really? If you really want to sustain that uh, tone, skin tone.
0: Why do you think women are going for that, in your experience?
1: Um, There is the belief that if you have a lighter skin tone, you're more attractive. Okay. Um, So, I think that's the reason why people will go for it.
0: Well, personally, this is the ones I don't agree. <laughs> personally, I have to put it out there. I think... Every skin tone is beautiful. Again, not judging or shaming yes, yes, because yes. they have their reasons. But it's just to put it out there mm. that every skin tone is beautiful.
1: Definitely.
0: And I do not think you need to put your life or your health at risk mm. to look I mean, to have a different skin tone. Mm. And again, you said, if you want it done, mm. it's your prerogative. Yes. But just make sure you're mm. ready to sustain the cost. Yes. And the frequency of it, because it, be, it it's for life. And what if you stop somewhere in the middle of it?
1: Or you'll go back to your original skin tone. Because remember, your body is still producing melanin. Yeah. You're not, it's not going anywhere.
0: But there, if it's done properly, no side effects. If it's done properly.
1: No th- side effects. Yeah, that's the. I think that's our teaching for today. Okay. Yeah, I, again
0: we have to keep mm. emphasizing go to the right people because there are quarks out there Yo. and they're ready to take advantage. Now let's talk about the last and a lot of my audience are mommies. Yes. They may be one is there a mommy makeover? <laughs> oh I, I love that one. Uh-huh.
1: Mm. What what entails that? So a mommy makeover is a package. Uh, let me call it a package okay. because it entails different things. Yeah. So remember when you give birth, mm-hmm. Um, your body undergoes severe stress. Yeah. And then after that, you breastfeed. Mm. So what we do, we wait uh, for you to uh, deliver, of course, mm-hmm. and finish breastfeeding. Mm. And make sure that you're not planning to have another pregnancy. Okay. Yes. That's key. Yes. Okay. Um, because the, the work is, you know.
0: So after lipo, you
1: can have a baby. After lipo, you can have a baby. Okay. Yes. You can. Yes. All right. What we usually advocate for um, finishing, you know, uh, giving birth is Atamitak. Okay. Because we do work on your muscle. We, mm-hmm. we call it the rectus muscle. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when you give birth, the abs, the abs, yeah. it gaps. Mm. Um, so, but it may happen. You, know, you may get pregnant. Sometimes in nature. So is is that otherwise. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so does that become a risky pregnancy? Not, not a risk. Mm. It's just that oh, you'll reverse the effects, ah, so you have to come for another time.
0: All right. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay.
1: Um. So in in a mommy makeover, we work on your breasts. Mm. So be it a breast reduction because mm-hmm. remember the breasts may enlarge. Mm. Be it a lift mm. or implants—that's mm. your choice. Mm-hmm. Or uh, the discussion with your surgeon. Mm-hmm. Number two, we work on your tummy. So for this one, it may be either lipo or a tummy tuck. Because remember, some mothers will have one child. True, it's a personal choice. Mm-hmm. Um, then of course, the lipo from the back,
0: mm. the thighs, mm. the arms. Mm. Yes. Okay.
1: So we are working on you wholly. Wow. To make sure you. Get your This is all in one sitting? Um, it depends. Okay. Mm. On who you are and how you are. Mm. If you're fit enough, mm. and we've had a good consultation with you and the anesthesiologist, the person who's going to give you the uh, anesthesia drugs, because yeah. they have to see you because yeah. that is key. Yeah. And they feel that you're fit enough, you do not have any comorbid conditions, recovery for you will be Okay. Mm that may be an option. Okay. But if we feel we need to stage those procedures, yeah, that's, that's also an happen. option. Yeah. Yes.
0: Wow. Yes. It sounds sounds like something.
1: Something, <laughs> something,
0: something to consider. Like something I to mean, consider. Because, you know, when you think about it as women, we, we, we're never the same yeah. after that. And yeah. a lot of women, you know, walk around just yeah. feeling a bit off
1: about themselves. So if they have that option. Yes. Because even after going to the gym, there's that stubborn, oh yeah, keen, Tell me about it. Fat. yes, still never go away. It okay, will be looking at you. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah,
0: and you know what? I feel it's important to mention that you know when we are comparing our bodies, and especially as moms, yes. Where you see a mom, a fit mom online. Yes. And how they look. Yes. And you spend hours, you know, in the gym with their diets and you will never look that way. It's important to recognize that they are probably not doing things the natural way.
1: Exactly. And that is why social media, okay, I agree. It's a beautiful tool and it has come a long way. And it can help. You also need to measure what you pick up. Okay. Because you just see her in her clothes. Outside, yes. you cannot see the scars that are inside. Oh, you don't know what she has done.
0: Exactly.
1: Maybe she has done a tamita clipo, And we are not shaming anyone. In nope. fact, to me, I'm just a brand ambassador, a surgery <laughs> brand ambassador. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> but again, you don't know what she has done. Yeah. So you may be comparing yourself, over-exerting mm. yourself. Mm. Um. So you need to just work on your piece or mm. with your piece. Mm. Mm. And do things your way. Absolutely. Mm. And I guess just loving you in
0: your mm. skin, mm. whatever that looks like. Yes. Um. Because again, even if you did the plastic surgeries, we still will never look the same. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yes. Do you get people saying,
1: oh, I want a shape like uh, whoever. Oh, hey. I, what do you tell them? <laughs> people come with photos. Yes. Mm, Kim Kardashian. Right. I want to look like this. That waist and everything. Yeah. You're like okay, how do we do this? yeah, um so yeah, you the social media plays a big, big role, especially in cosmetic surgery,
0: yeah,
1: because they see that on t v on social media yeah they want us to replicate that
0: yeah
1: um, so something else I think i want to I want to also emphasize is expectation versus reality, yes, that is a very important conversation we need to have with our patients, yeah, oh. Expectation versus reality. Because someone will come in with a photo, but you know to be honest. You, you, you cannot will achieve that. Mm. So I have to be honest with you. I'm like, yes, we can do this and this and this. But you have to uh, know that this is what we can achieve. Mm. So some patients will be like, okay, fine. I understand. Some you'll have to convince for a while, two, three, four, five consultations down the line.
0: Really? Yes. Because there are some who are stuck on a, a, a thing, a yes. mind. And are you able to pick out, because, okay, I don't know where to place like the mental like uh, psychological issues mm-hmm. where it comes to body dysmorphia. Uh-huh. There's such a thing, Great. right?
1: you've brought that up. Uh- yeah,
0: exactly. Because I'm like, for somebody, and you know, I've heard stories of, and guys will try and discourage you from plastic surgery because they're like, I've heard once you start, you mm-hmm. never stop, mm-hmm. you know. And is, is it part of an addiction, a body
1: dysmorphia? Mm-hmm. How do you handle such patients? Um, again, that's why consultation is important. Mm. Because during consultation, I'm able to pick why you want the plastic surgery.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there's that what we call body dysmorphic disorder.
0: Okay, what is that exactly?
1: Body dysmorphic disorder is... Do I call it a mental... It's a mental condition mm-hmm. um, under the DSM-5. Uh, mm-hmm. That's our book. Mm-hmm. Um, whereby the patient... When they look, she may be the most beautiful person on this earth. But when they look at themselves in the mirror, they see ugly. Wow. So they will come and those patients tend to come for plastic surgery a lot. Yeah. Because they think they need to change something.
0: Mm. To make themselves look better.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so during this consultation, mm. we are able to pick up a few cues because there are some questionnaires that... We have read Mm. uh, when we study plastic surgery in school. Mm. uh, That's a topic that we go through a lot. Because um, in the West, there are plastic surgeons who have been killed by patients who have body dysmorphic disorder. No way. Yes, it's very serious. Wow. When we say consultation is important, there is a reason. Yeah. So during this consultation, we're able to uh, determine why do you want this plastic surgery? Mm. Is it to be better? Or is it the fact that you have body dys? Disc- because they'll tell you, my nose, my nose is deformed. But when I look at your nose, it's the most beautiful nose I've ever seen. Yeah. So when I detect this, I will bring on a psychologist or a psychiatrist.
0: Okay.
1: I will write a consultation. I'm like, okay, fine, I understand. But I want you to see Dr. So-and-so. Mm. Then... Doctor, so and so will see if they confirm they have body dysmorphic disorder. That's oh, it. That's it.
0: You can you can handle I it. I cannot. Mm. It,
1: you should not operate. Mm. Yes, because they will never stop. They will never stop. Once you operate on that nose, you have opened a Pandora's box. Oh yeah,
0: and you ah. d- you just need to watch botched
1: <laughs> You know what happens <laughs> by the end.
0: <laughs> it's actually really interesting oh. to see how far they go. Yes. Wow. Mm. Mm. Okay, yes. let's talk about now, finally, mm-hmm. you know, how do we maintain this beautiful body? What lifestyle things do you end up um, uh, letting your patients know? Because I we've heard, again, and I'm bringing all this up because... You know, there's a lot of misinformation, yes, like out, there, out there, that once the, this fat is removed, mm-hmm. um, the, the tummy fat mm-hmm. through lipo, yes, you could gain weight in other areas, yes. and you end up looking like mm-hmm. a man, you mm-hmm. know. So,
1: mm-hmm. how, how do you advise people to maintain that body? Um, so when we work with you, we are looking at you holistically. We're not just looking at you, you know, from a cutting point of view. Mm. So we will encourage you to exercise uh, regularly. That's very important. Then, of course, to maintain uh, or rather eat healthy. Yeah. So you'll find us working hand in hand with nutritionists Mm. um, to ensure that you eat well. Because Mm. it's true. Yes, you remove the fat from the tummy. Because you've removed those fat cells, they will not come back. Okay. Oh, but if you eat whatever you want, your fries and mandazis, the fat will come back. In other areas? In other areas. Wow. And you'll come see me very angry. Yes. Uh,
0: Because you now look a bit unproportional. Okay. Okay.
1: So I'll work with you holistically mm. um, to make sure you're happy with your results mm. in the long run. Yeah. Yes. Because
0: lifestyle is important.
1: Oh, very important. I want a healthy patient mm. at the end of the day or a client. Like, yeah. Yeah. I do not want you to get sick or get okay. other comorbid conditions. Okay. Yes.
0: Wow. This mm. has been amazing. <laughs> thank Dr. you. Dr. Mokami, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I think it's been enlightening, mm. eye-opening. Anybody who wants to, is even remotely thinking about plastic surgery, should watch yes. this episode. Mm. It's, it's so important to be informed. And where can people find you oh. for consultations and such like?
1: Um, at Upper Hill. Mirazi, Mm -hmm. that's eighth floor, Mm -hmm. Uh, room eight or nine.
0: Okay. Yes.
1: Online? Mukami Galariki. Okay, yes, fantastic,
0: yes. and I'm sure um, you know you'll be able to to sort them out. I feel like, um, they, you know once they know they have somebody they can trust, mm-hmm. it becomes a, an an easier process as opposed to stumbling on on things online of as course, as course. has been the the trend. Mm-hmm. So, guys, you've heard it. I think uh, you're now more informed when you want to make this. Very important, very elective decision. Um, again, introspect why, why you want to do this, What what is important about changing that part of your body. And um, again, I, I am in wellness. I will say if your lifestyle is not healthy and you are not thinking about what you're eating, how you're exercising, then maybe start there and then go see the plastic surgeons, you know, once, You've established that this body fat is not moving anywhere, right? But there's no judgment. There's no shame. Just get the right information. I think we cannot emphasize enough. Get the right doctor who knows what they're doing. Again, it's a special edition podcast that can be found at anadives.club where it's all happening, all the conversation, all the amazing masterclasses and courses and things to really elevate your life. Again, every Friday right here, please subscribe, share 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 this video with everybody who you think needs to learn more about plastic surgery men and women included so that they are more informed